everybody, and welcome back to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brothers Sportscast. I am Caleb, and with me, as always, is Craig. And we are here to bring you Michigan football each and every week. And what a week this already is, as we are closing in on National Signing Day. Here it is Monday, the 25th, and actually a lot is going on because... If you're paying attention and keeping track of what's happening in Michigan recruiting right now, you will notice that there is more drama going around with Harbaugh and how he's recruiting. But before we jump into it, uh, I just wanted to say uh, I, I like giving out um, advice, good, healthy advice, you know, when I can. And I learned something new. And so this may be a little a selective group that this might apply to, but if you're a taller guy, I'd say, I don't know, five, five, eight or taller, maybe five, maybe, maybe five, 10 taller, but um, you're cutting it close. You're cutting it close, man. I, I know <laughs> I, I'm trying to include you in this, but I, I rec- I'm, I, I'm recommending and giving advice that my wife, since the new year and everything has been doing eating healthier, um, which is good, great. I'm really supporting it and everything, but I'm not doing it as hardcore as she is. And I'm actually okay. usually the one who goes out and buys groceries. So if I sneak something for myself, I'm yeah. six foot three. My wife's five foot three, so I have uh, a height advantage. And I know that this is probably leading to where, oh yeah, just hide in the upper cupboards. She's never going to get there. She's never going to know. But the thing, probably the biggest thing that I quote unquote cheat with, apparently with uh, the food that she can and cannot have is I like chocolate milk. I have like a large, one large container of chocolate milk each week. Like I'll spread it out throughout the week. And so that's in the fridge. And so actually my recommendation I've discovered, I just discovered this today is uh, we have uh, some of her family makes like jam and stuff. And we haven't used it in forever, but it's still in our fridge. And so we actually keep it on the top shelf. And so I take my chocolate milk and I hide it behind that on the top shelf because I know she's never going to see it. <laughs> so if, you ever, if you're ever in a relationship, married, whatever, or this could probably even work with kids because you know they're going to be shorter than you for a while. Uh, I recommend yeah. hiding stuff in the top shelf in the back and just putting a few things in front of it. They're never even going to know it's there. Yeah, you know where mine is? I've got, uh, you know, where you do your cold cuts and your meats and stuff like that. You have that drawer where you put everything. Well, in my refrigerator, I have this small ledge. It's it's not very tall, but it fits like pizza. You know, it's it's for pizza boxes. So when you're done eating, you know, you're done, you ate half a pizza, it slides perfectly in there, and that's what it's for. Or that's where mine is because you're not going to – crouch down to look and you can hide something way far back there and no one will ever know, but you got to make sure it's like small though. Yeah. But it slides. So I've done that before. I'm like, well, I want the last piece of cheese or something. And I kind of put it in the very back and my kids won't find it. Nobody will. No one looks back there. Perfect. That's nice. I love that's, it. that's slick. I like that. I like that. Oh yeah. man. I actually, um, th- I'll do stuff like that with gifts too and everything, you know, birthdays, holidays or whatever. She'll be like, well, where did you even hide that? And it's just like, I'm a foot taller than you. I'm pretty sure I can reach other places and you're not even going to see it. So, um, but yeah, there's, there's your friendly tip for the week. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and move into actually the hot topic that's going on right now as we speak, because I feel like it's been maybe only two hours. Maybe it's been a little bit longer than that. But here we are Monday night um, recording, which is a little different for us because we usually do Sunday nights. But um, Rashad Weaver has uh, come out and he's a three star defensive lineman and he has officially decommitted for Michigan. And we're still pulling information in from this uh it looks similar to a situation of eric swenson and those are the two players that we're going to actually be talking about and just the whole situation surrounding them we have not touched on any of this yet so we figured hey why not uh before we dive into recruiting stuff next week uh we'll go ahead and kind of touch on this and so um i guess uh we'll just 
Do you want to start with uh, Svensson or do you want to start with Weaver? Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with most recent or do you want to start at the beginning, I guess? Well, let's start at the beginning because that's the one that kind of set off. Well, one of the things that was really interesting is to see usually the Michigan fan base is usually united in pretty much when anything that Jim Harbaugh does or anything when it comes to recruiting and what we're doing. But the Swenson one, obviously what it did was it started a firestorm within the Michigan fan base on Twitter, obviously because of the very fact that there's so many people that love Swenson because he's very devoted and then what, what for three years, three years. And then you had others that said, Hey, we're all about building a championship team and Harbaugh was doing it the way he, he, I think he looked and said, the only way I'm going to be able to win now and win quickly is the way Saban did it. And and you're starting to see it. I mean, is it the best way? I mean, are we going to sit there and argue and go, well, you know what? I don't want to be like Alabama. Well, you know what? They got four championships. Yeah, and that's the way it is. And you know, in in order for us to win, we're going to have to do it this way. It's not going to be nice and pretty, but that's I don't know. You, I think you saw the same thing. People are saying, "Hey, that's not a good thing to do." It looks bad. It does look bad. But then, it, it, Jim Jim Harbaugh wants to win, and you know what? He's doing it. Yeah, and I think a lot of people brought up a good uh, point: is if you really wanted. Um, that, you know, we're the good guy team and everything, you know, that's what you got with Brady Hoke, you know, yep. he, yep. he gave priority to certain players. He, um, honored commitments and everything like that, but kind of the tough thing to say, and going back to what you were saying about Nick Saban and everything is, I don't know if he's necessarily modeling things after that. And that was the kind right. of the different thing. If I'm not mistaken, I know that, that Eric Svensson was, recruited by Hoke originally. So that's a different situation. But I believe um, Rashad Weaver was first started to be recruited by Harbaugh's staff. So these are two little bit different situations. And so I don't think it's so much that he's trying to be like Saban and Meyer and some of those other coaches that have been doing uh, stuff along these lines for what seems like forever now. I think it's more of, uh, especially with Svensson's situation, where it's just like, you know, he doesn't really know him. He didn't recruit him. This is a different situation. He's just out there recruiting guys because you are going to get some of those players that you think you have, and then they switch. So you have the uh, the team, as as well as the player, has to have a backup plan. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's the smart thing to do. I mean... No one can really argue with that. So I don't really know, and I see where you're going with saying like he's being like saving and everything. I, I feel like you're not going to be seeing this quite as much down the line when it's all Harbaugh's recruits. So like next year, for instance, no, I don't think you're going to see uh, situations like this as much. Um, but before, I guess, I've got some thoughts on Weaver and everything. We'll stick with uh, Svensson before going too far. But... Um, yeah. You were right. He he was committed a long time and everything. And then you, you kind of have to look at it from the other perspective. And I know we're really limited on information because uh, the staff and everything cannot make any comments on the situation just with the rules. And actually, by the time that they can make any comments, nobody's going to really want to bring it up again. I mean, I'm sure some reporters will probably try to go in and get some answers, but they're probably not going to. So with Svensson... Yeah, you know, that sucks when you have that uh, loyalty and that commitment and everything. And, you know, that was basically his dream to play for Michigan. But then on the flip side, how would those same people react if that are supporting Svensson and saying that he got a bad deal? How would they feel if he just up and left and decided to go somewhere else? I mean, he ever everybody's agrees for the most part that I've seen that the player has the right to do that. So yep. does the school not have the right to safeguard itself or do some of the things uh, it itself as well? You know, I mean, does the staff have the ability to do that or are they giving all the power to these 17 and 18 year old kids? Yeah. And you're right. I mean, what, what would you do? What would the Michigan fan base do? Let's say Swenson starts, let's say 
Harbaugh starts him. Well, what if he d- he doesn't do very well on the field? Yeah. The first thing the fan base will do is tweet out and get pissed off and say, "Hey, Swinton, get that guy out of here. I don't even know why he's a Michigan." Well, you know, they'll trash him, and he'll he wasn't even the problem with this Michigan fan base is they have to understand. Even me, we I, we all have to understand. This is we're not starting to see. You have to understand what attrition means and what what he's doing, and that's all about. Look, if he wants to bring in guys, some guys have to go, and those are the lower tier guys. They're not going to get any playing time. Yeah, and that's what Harbaugh's telling them. You're not going to get any playing time because these guys are. It's it's better. They're better players. They're better developed. They're going to be developed players. They have more talent. You can't take anything away from talent. What are you going to say? You know, oh, you got to make me. You know. But I, you you promised me. What if you get a Michael Jordan? You're gonna get Michael Jordan's a one of a kind. What if he's just better to, at what he does? Yeah. You know, what are you gonna deny that? No, you're gonna say, hey, you know what? <laughs> Look, we hope to be devoted to you, but you you hit it right on the head is when you said is is Hulk was very loyal, and where did that get us? It didn't get us very far. Yeah. Yeah, and some of the things uh, around the Svensson situation, just to let people know, is um, if you haven't been on top of all the information, um, Svensson, it came out and it was sounding like it came out of nowhere and the staff was basically just saying, hey, you know, you're not guaranteed a spot anymore um, or your offer is pulled or something along that lines, and it blindsided Svensson. That's that when it first came out, that's what it appeared the information was like, and people got really upset. Which, if that's exactly how it went down, um, then yeah, you know, there's there's some issue with that. And also, then they were saying how Harbaugh refused to speak with him. But then, as time went on, a little bit more information came out of the possible other side of the story, which is that. A lot of the recruiting experts heard question marks around Svensson for quite some time, for a couple months, and it's been pointed out that if that information is going around, you know that it's got to be getting to the recruit. But there's also the information that supposedly the staff reached out to Svensson and said, hey, we'd like you to come to camp you know, so they could better see what he's able and capable of doing. And he decided not to do that. And as well, there were huge question marks around him playing his senior year where his stat, uh, his high school coaches and his, uh, some of the teams he played against made comments on how he was not playing like he had the year before. So yep. yeah, yeah, there are going to be some of those players that want to play it safe, and you know, I'm I'm going to be playing in college. I want to play it safe and everything. But he had some question marks around him, and so he should have realized and recognized that this is not the staff that recruited me. If I want to make sure that I can still go here, I will need to do some proving of myself. But he yep. apparently did not do that. If that part of the story is correct, and as far as them talking about how Harbaugh refused to speak with him. The information I've heard surrounding that, and I don't know, and, like, this is what we've heard. We're not saying that any of this is guaranteed. Like we said, none of the coaching staff was able to come out and say anything because they really can't. And so these are just what people have heard, uh, maybe secondhand and things like that. But when he was speaking with, uh, man, it slips in my mind who from the staff was talking to him. Uh, Was it Partridge? Um. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I think it was Partridge. But either way, um, he somebody on the staff was speaking to him on the phone and told him what was going on. And Svensson asked specifically to ask to Harbaugh, talk to Harbaugh. And they were saying that Harbaugh wouldn't talk to him when some information came out that he was doing something or he was with another recruit or he on was the phone. With her, yeah, another recruit. Yep. Yeah. And so it's just kind of like it may have more so been he's not able to talk to him right now. So it's like, do you want him to call you back or something like that? I don't know. But it's one of those situations where you feel like a lot of people are just trying to make it look as bad as possible. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing is um, I'm starting to, anytime I see one side, then I get a little bit worried. And then I watch the other pe- people tweet out and read uh, that they, 
they come to their own conclusions and then you like you said you then you figure out that the staff can't tweet out right away or they can't get the information out there right away you have to wait so we draw our own conclusions and then we start seeing as far as the swenson uh, debacle or whatever you want to call it is hey you know what you know there's a lot of things that did go down he did there's a lot of things that he did do that led to hey you know what he's following certain coaches on on twitter you know like the northwestern defensive lineman you know a coach or defensive coach and a lot of things that are a little bit huh you know there's a there's some things that he was doing that was a little bit hey you know it looks like he even he knows he wants out or whatever so it wasn't like it sounded to me like it was a one night thing hey look you're not going to be in michigan yeah and that's not what happened no. it sounds like this was ongoing he knew it it's the way Harbaugh's going to work it's the staff it's the way they're going to work i don't think they're intentionally telling people that night by the way you only have 50 chance of work you know staying here or playing and that's it i don't believe that goes down like that i believe it's just it it progresses over time, and you get the players, the lower-tier guys that are just saying, hey, I'm not going to get any playing time. Is it best for me to move on? To me, I don't see it as a bad thing. I think it, what they need to do is say, hey, you know what? Okay, fine. If I can't play here, then I can go to Rutgers and start. Sure. If they can start over there. If they don't say, think I can start here, maybe not. Uh, you know, He's trying to build a five-star team a team like alabama Alabama's going to start whipping up on everybody you're never going to have a chance yeah against alabama and those teams you're not yeah this is the way it's going to keep going yeah actually man uh, i don't really okay uh, all right i'm gonna interject it here really fast just because i've been thinking about this with all the talk about it after um the college football championship game but i just want to say my quick thought of a non-big 10 school Talk of Nick Saban going back to the NFL, it's not going to happen. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen because he yeah. knows that in the NFL you don't get to recruit. You have to draft. Yeah. And that is his biggest advantage in college is he knows he's going to get the best players. When you go to the NFL, everybody has yeah. good players. And he, he can't yeah. beat that. He, the way yeah. he wins is by getting the best players better than anybody else. So when he you level the playing field, he's not better. Yeah. Yes, I mean Nick Saban's at a point to where he's now every all the five star, all those big talent people want to play for him. He doesn't have to go out and get them, which is much different, you know, than now. Michigan Harbaugh's now he's got to build and get to a point where Michigan, where all those big time players want to play for Michigan. Yeah, he's he's doing that. It's just going to take a while, but those bigger teams are now. They don't have to do very much. They all want to play for him. Yeah. I they just, all are going there, and they're committing right away. So. Yeah. I just wanted to interject that because now it's going to be on yeah. record that I said this way back when. So, but, yeah, you did. I, I, and, I, and I'm not saying that he's not a good coach because he is. He knows how to do. He knows how to work the system in college. So he is yep. one, if not the best college coaches. So, anyways, he's not going back to the NFL. That being said, back to Michigan recruiting. Um, Svensson, yeah, that's the thing where it sucks because Svensson really wanted to play for Michigan, but that's the thing too, like you just said. He could have come to Michigan and basically not played then. So it's just like, okay, do you want to have the opportunity to play in college or do you just want to be on the team for Michigan? And so, yeah, and and that's a bit of the difference too is where, like you said, it wasn't an overnight thing. This was progressing, and we've seen some similar things already here in one night with Weaver because people were prepared for and people recognize this and everything, so they're seeing some similarities. There was time for him to look around and everything, and it looks like he's going to be prepared. I mean, he's got time. It's not right before National Signing Day. Um, Kind of the same thing with Weaver, but we'll get to that. But, I mean, it's not like the situations where you have – I believe actually both of these happened with Ohio State where you have a recruit coming in, National Signing Day happens, and it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, your favorite coach, yeah, he's leaving, by the way, but thanks for signing your letter. Um, yeah. But now now you're signed and there's nothing you can do about it. This is yeah. This is nothing like that, and yet this is exploding so much bigger than that. I mean, granted, 
uh, I'm not, I don't follow everything Ohio, so maybe it was huge at the time, but I didn't see as much of a reaction, especially nationally, as this is getting. And then, oh, no. uh, but then there was also the situation too where a player got injured his freshman year or even before he got to the Ohio, and they basically um yeah. kicked him off the team or whatever or something for something yeah. along those lines. So this is this is perfectly reasonable and it happens already all the time and the Svensson situation is more understandable than well actually the differences between the Svensson and the Weaver situation to what information we have, both of them seem perfectly acceptable acceptable. Now I will say and I've said it on Twitter, was it did it go down the best way possible. No. Was it the best decision decision possible for everyone? No. Is is it perfectly okay? No. But you know, it's gonna happen. Life's yep. not life's not fair. Life's not gonna be perfect. You're gonna have disappointments. You're gonna have to work through things. These things happen. But Svensson has uh the opportunity still and I think and I wish him the best. He seems like a great kid. And I think yeah. he'll he'll find success and everything, but this has been and and I'm not going and having said everything that I said, you know, I'm not painting a picture where Harbaugh will not do anything wrong. I don't necessarily think this is wrong. I don't know if it went down the best way as possible, but here we are. We're talking about it, and everybody knows that we don't have all the information. And the worst thing about it is that there are media people and journalists who are writing about this and they are not acknowledging that there is information missing. They're just going off and yeah, yeah there's way, there's way more. Yeah. And it's, it, yeah, that's the ridiculous more. part. And that's what people are loving and feeding on because so far Harbaugh has been almost untouchable. I mean, everybody likes writing about Harbaugh. Here we are, here we have something bad. And so let's write about it because it's going to be, this is going to be perfect. You know, this is going to be a perfect opportunity to, you know, have a big story because it's the first bad thing we can say about Harbaugh. So you have that whole situation. Well, whether we like it or not, um, Jim Harbaugh and us, well, let's put it this way. We're going to have to get used to it and let the dust settle with Jim Harbaugh being at Michigan is this is the way he's going to coach. We know that we see it. We're already seeing it. We're going to have to let, you want to be pissed off about the way he's doing it? Fine, don't, and be mad, and then you just not. But when we start winning, we start winning games. Guarantee people will start forgetting all this went down. They won't care. All they care about is winning. Yeah. And you'll see that. You'll see people change their minds in a heartbeat. The way it goes down, and guess what? Even everything about the way Jim Harbaugh's recruiting with the sleepovers and the climbing the trees and the you know kookiness, that's just the way he is. And you know what? I think a lot of people understand that's the way he's going to recruit. I think he's having a blast doing it. Yeah. I think that's just, oh, he's having a blast. Everybody thinks, you know, on TV, on Twitter, and all the rivals, you know, Michigan State and Ohio talking trash about what we're doing. And I'm like, you know what? He's just being himself. A lot of the players love that about him. He's not, you know, he's not being not himself. He's being who he is. And guess what? The next two, three years, this will all go away because the very fact is we now have what Jim Harbaugh is we're accustomed to. We know next year he's going to be probably recruiting the same way. And then we're not going to be going, oh, my gosh, look at them sleepovers and whatever. We're going to go, well, that's just Jim Harbaugh. He did last year. So we're going to have to just let all this, whatever we don't agree with, what he's doing, just let it all settle. And then once he gets this program up and going, it'll all be old news. And just we'll have to accept this is the way he is. And, And I love it. I like the way he's doing it. I mean, there's things I, I, I always want to hear both sides and, and I like the way, I like the way we're, we're, we're a society that's living on the fact is we, we have a hard time being patient for, to listen to the other side. And yeah. with the Swenson thing, as soon as that hit, everybody was pissed off or they were on Jim Harbaugh's side. And I was like, wait a minute, why don't we hear their side next before we jump on, on this? Why don't we wait it out? And, 
there's a lot of information, like you said, that came out with the Swinton and what happened and yeah. kind of changes my mind about what, what went down. And I think we need to do that more. Yeah, I'm really glad that we waited um, to talk about it. I mean, not just because we're able to cover Weaver as well tonight, but also because more information came out. And it's like we said, the staff didn't come out and say uh, specific things, but more information just kind of was revealed that people came across. But uh, just like you were saying, you know, Michigan fans will forget about it and they will turn on a dime when we start winning. I mean, I even pointed out and was – uh, saying stuff on Twitter that after the whole Svensson uh, debacle happened, it was a matter of days when we got two or three more recruits to commit. And yeah. people stopped talking about Svensson. <laughs> that was a great point, man. Sue's, yeah, Sue's long committed, boom. Everybody yeah. was like, yeah, so didn't even talk about it. So I pointed that out. But the thing, too, is that, I mean, just like you said, this is Jim Harbaugh. This is how he's doing things. You have to compete to be a part of this team. And so this Svensson, Eric Svensson, you know, was almost essentially going to be given a free pass when nobody else was. It's just like, right. oh, you were here before Harbaugh, so you're going to give. There are, there are players on the team that transferred out because yeah. um, because of how things were going with Harbaugh. Because that is the way he is. It's competition. You have to earn it. So with all those players transferring and everything, this is why. This is essentially the exact same thing that's going on because he's, yep. not, he's not giving anyone priority. He's just like, you come here, you prove yourself. So he was doing that to players that were currently on the team. Some players didn't like it. They transferred. And so he's doing it with the recruits. As we've seen with these recruits, it's just like you either give the opportunity because we haven't been able to see you before to show us that you're competing and that you're doing and you're getting better, or we don't really want you because you're not going to fit in the system where we compete. And Well, that's the thing is, think about this. We aren't even throwing out the fact is we have a new defensive coach. Yeah, We have a defensive coach in Don Brown. Maybe he sees something uh, in um, you know, Weaver that he just says, hey, you know what, I don't. He doesn't fit what I want to do with this program. And I'm like, okay, so what do you do? You keep him on, and he just sits there on the bench on, what, third string? Yeah. Why Why do that? It doesn't make any sense to me. So I'm like, you got Don Brown, who I think is going to do a great job in getting who he wants. In fact, he did get the two recruits that came, who to, who actually decided, what, two a couple days ago or day, two days ago um, to come to Michigan, the two uh, linemen. Oh uh, yeah, the three-star lineman. Yeah, yeah. boss was it Bose and um, Uche or whatever. Oh yeah, we we um, need to learn how to say their names before we get too far with them. Yeah, we are. Oh, yeah. I think we're, we might be butchering it. Sorry about that, folks. But yeah. uh, um, help us out <laughs> maybe later on. Um, but yeah, he was really um, he's the one that got those guys to really he really pushed to get them to come to Michigan and they committed, which was great. But those are two three two guys that I don't think we would have thought of Michigan at the time, but he got him here. Yeah. And now you look at it and you're thinking Weaver, you're thinking, Hey, you know what? Sorry. Hey, Swinton, I'm sorry. You just aren't, you aren't developed into the player that you think he can play at Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is uh man all over. And I was going to, I was kind of going to say this at the beginning of everything, but this is like our, our, our drama episode, because I feel like so much is going around oh. with this. I mean, uh, just to kind of give people, a little bit of the backstory. We, since it's not during the season, we're trying to plan out what we're going to talk about. And so we've got a plan, you know, before recruiting, after recruiting, then we've got some stuff for after that. I'm looking back at the season, looking forward to next season. But this was kind of the, the episode that was just dangling there. We're like, what do we do this week? What do we talk about? And so we were talking about today and we, we had no idea really what we were going to talk about. We don't really plan things except for other than our, our topic is going to be and so the some of this is just um straight up our reaction we haven't even been able to research weaver as much as we've want as we've wanted to because it's happened so fast but um this is just what is going on now and us covering that and since we're transferring over to weaver what i will say with weaver is he essentially is getting what it appears it appears he is getting what he is giving to Michigan. He's getting what he's giving. 
And so what I mean by that, by him getting essentially what he is giving is he was at Temple earlier this month. And so that raises a question mark. Now, of course, sometimes people say that recruits are just getting everything they can out of the experience. You know, if somebody is offering them a visit, they want to take the visit just to, you know, they're going to have a good time. Maybe they're going to see some people they know. Maybe, you know, I mean, it, it's it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience for them. So the more they can uh, get out of it, you know, let, let them do it, I say. But if but they need to make sure that the staff that they're committed to knows what's going on. Because I, I feel, I don't know this, I've heard people talking about it, but I feel that if a player is like, hey, I'm committed to you, but somebody's offering me a visit and it's just like, you know, you only get so many of these, I just... It, it, it's fun. I kind of want to go or whatever. If it's explained, I think they'll have an understanding with it. Maybe right. I could be wrong, right. but what it looks like is that he's just kind of doing his own thing. Still, he went to temple and everything. And from what I've been able to notice just from today is maybe the staff wasn't on the same page as him. And so then they come back and tell him that he has a 50, 50 chance of getting the offer that he received and then later it comes back that he then gets a walk-on offer instead of his original offer. So this, too, looks like it was progressive. It does not look like everything happened tonight. It appears that Weaver's frustrated and kind of upset, which is totally understandable. I mean, when things change, you know, you're not going to be happy. We've all been in the situation where things change. But... And he and I've from what I've looked and seen what he said is that he was talking about how he felt like he was a, a plan B, a, a second option uh, player than from the, them talking to him like that. And he feels that he's has more value than that, which is completely in his right. I mean, if that's what he thinks, if it's almost like a player when they're in the NFL and their contract is ending, they're betting on themselves. You know, yeah. this is kind of oh, what's yeah. going on here. He's betting on himself, and he's just like, I feel like I'm worth more than this. Uh, these are the measures that I'm going to take. I'm decommitting, yada, yada, yada. So right. the the part that makes this one look worse is that this, if we're not mistaken, is a player that was recruited by Harbaugh and his staff. Um, but like you pointed out, we have a new defensive coach, so maybe something came up with that. But yep. then also he was off visiting Temple. So this is not something blindsided uh, and without reason, which a lot of people just see some, they, they see one, uh, a small bit of information. Sometimes I think that some people will just read a heading of a tweet or an article that's tweeted and base all their reaction off of the title rather than actually yep. reading what happened. Yeah, you're right. I mean, and the thing is, it's not, you're not seeing both sides. You can't see both sides because if you think about it is there's no bound, there's no, the player that's being, you know, that their scholarships at 50, 50, that they'd be playing. They might get pulled can comment all day long. They want on Twitter and social media about it and being pulled and Hey, I'm decommitted and I don't like the way it's happening. Look at, you know, Matt Falcon. I mean, he's tweeting all the time. Anytime a Michigan player gets, you know, t gets a scholarship saying, hey, we won't be able to give you your scholarship anymore. You know, he's tweeting out saying, shake my head. You know, I know I feel for you, brother. You know, he's he's saying all kind of comments like that. And I don't like that. But 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 if you think about it, Jim Harbaugh, he can't say anything because he's bound to NCAA rules. Yeah. Before signing it. He can't say anything about any of this. So he can't. So he's got to pretty much watch everybody make their own assumptions on what happened. I don't even know what happened with Weaver. I can't say anything about what's going on. All I have is what he's saying, and that's it. Yeah. Because Jim Harbaugh can't say anything at all because he's bound by the NCAA rules. Yeah. So I think we need to just pump the brakes, let everything at least chill out, and let time go by so maybe Jim Harbaugh or some staff member, somebody can come out and just explain why. And I'm sure it'll come out years from now or even a year. I don't know. All yeah. I know is he can't say much. Yeah. And that's not really fair. Yeah. Yep. It's it's not a fun situation. It's it's a tough situation. I mean, flat out. And the yeah. thing that 
I think at least in the Michigan fan base, it's so ridiculous because some of the Michigan fan base needs to realize that this goes on all over the place. This is nothing new. It's just new here at Michigan because Jim Harbaugh is here to win. And also it's the first two years of him being here. And so there's some stuff with old recruits, new recruits and things like that, but he is here to win. And so it's, it's something that we're going to see. I, I just feel that when we go down through the years, you're not going to see quite as much of it because he's going to be recruiting and his staff is going to be recruiting um, from start to finish. Now, granted, you are going to have some of those defensive coordinator changes and offensive coordinator changes probably. So you're going to have one coach that was going after a guy that maybe they don't want to go after anymore. So there might be some of it, but I think, this might be the worst of it that we're going to see, you know, yeah, uh, because yeah. they're they're going to learn more. They're going to be a little bit more strategic with it over time. So it it will be interesting and everything. So I just think that, like you were saying, people need to relax. Um, it's unfortunate mm-hmm. for the guys. We wish the players the best. I mean, this is going to be a great opportunity for these players wherever they go, and we wish them the best. I. I yeah, it, it's it's just kind of interesting, and I'm not coming down on these two guys. I mean, just like in the whole situation as whole, that the school has and the staff has the right to separate themselves from a player and essentially pull an offer from a player for so many different reasons. So it's just like your academics are not doing well. You got in trouble with the law. Uh, you know, these certain yeah. things that actually are not related with the sport. But then when there's an issue related with the sport, like specifically Svensson's situation where they're saying that he digressed, your yep. your performance is getting worse, but now we're looking bad because we're saying that we don't want you because what you are actually doing that has direct relation with what your product is going to be at our university for our team, we can't do anything. That 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 no. that's that's the confusing part where it's just like this is directly applies to us. This is the one yeah. situation that we are able to look at you. Essentially, I don't know if I would say judge you, but, you know, rank you or give our thoughts about you and everything. And this applies to us. This applies what you're going to be doing for us. But we are not allowed to essentially cut you or separate from you when you do not hold up what we anticipate is your end of the bargain. Yeah, I mean, you're getting, we're getting really to the the crux of everything is basically you're seeing UM fan, the Michigan fan base based on people that are saying, should Michigan and their staff and Coach Harbaugh be loyal to these peak guys? Or should he not be loyal to these guys and, you know, uphold their scholarships because the very fact is you, you want that loyalty there. Well, Hoke was very loyal, and he would have them, and we would still have some of these players obviously still here. He would be, he would have these players even if they digressed and didn't work out. Like you said, Matt Falcon, he would still be here. He would be playing even if I, he digressed when the staff specifically told him, "Dude, we don't want you running and playing on your senior seat in your senior year because of the very fact that you had a lot of injuries." We want you to play, and he didn't listen. Yeah. So Hoke would have, if Hoke was here, he probably would have been still loyal. So we would have had Mount Falcon running. And what happens if he blows out a knee again, or he gets an ACL tear? Then we're stuck. See, that's what I mean. I'm going. This you're going to have these fan bases going to have to understand is I don't think Harbaugh is specifically going to be loyal to one yet. This is the Patriots, man. I feel like we're the Patriots. Patriots aren't loyal to anybody. They just get you in and get you out. They'll just keep getting people in and out, except Brady and maybe Gronk. I don't know, a couple guys, and that's it. Yeah. They just keep getting guys in and out of there, and then they, what do they do? They win. Yeah. And I'm wondering, and I think Harbaugh is playing the game, and the game is not only the game is to win, win football games. The game is, wow, there is a game recruiting here, and it's different. It's not like the old 90s way of recruiting, not even the 80s. It's different. Oh, yeah. And he sees that, he knows that. And I think we all need to actually look at that. We might not have to like it. We're going to have to accept it. Yeah. Well, we're I, not going to win. We're just yeah. not going to win. 
Yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, well, there was uh, something I saw, too, with um, Bo Schembechler had something with a player that, oh, man, uh, it was a little while ago. I think it was when the Svensson thing first came out and somebody posted it where there was a player that um, was not producing like he was uh, supposed to, like his senior season wasn't very good or something like that. And Bo pulled a scholarship. I mean, something very similar yeah. to the Svensson situation. Yep. And you know why part of the reason why something like that didn't blow up? Because there wasn't social media. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> good point, things, right? things like this happen. And so it's, but, but like we've been saying, this happens at other places. And uh, Craig, you were commenting as we were actually getting started, but before we started recording about a tweet that you saw that we both saw that was very interesting from uh, a fellow neighbor in the state of Michigan. Yeah. Coach Dan, do you want to say something about prevail? I think those are loyal will, will prevail or for those of you who don't know, and it was very quick, very short, but Mark D'Antonio tweeted something just like, you know, it's always interesting because he always kind of gets, uh, he says stuff out there and he'll do something, but then all of a sudden he'll hide and uh, it apparently goes away <laughs> and he's, he's Mr. Perfect and can be untouchable. But Mark, yeah, here it is. Mark D'Antonio tweeted what time? 10 20 PM. He tweeted out the righteous shall prevail. Of course, yeah. you know, I mean that, oh. that has nothing to do with the current situation going on. But, no. Yeah, but I mean, for, you don't think he caught wind that we you don't think he caught wind that Weaver was upset about all this and no. and all that. I mean, um, this this is nothing like no, talking about not, having no. a moment of silence or anything. You know, I mean, he never said that. No, no, it was. It's not on no. Twitter. <laughs> it's not on Twitter, so it doesn't exist. So it never no. happened. It, but it, even even the very fact is, if you're gonna tweet something for a coach who's an adult who does this, you would never hear Jim Harbaugh tweet something and then get rid of it. He would be like, I don't care what you think, Michigan State. I don't care what you think, Ohio State. I don't care what anybody thinks. This is the way I am. You accept it or you don't. Plain and simple. But I'm going to win. And here's Coach D'Antonio still harping on Michigan stuff, following us. And then he says this, and then he gets rid of it. So it's like the courage of your convictions, man. If you believe it, then keep it. Yeah. But he doesn't even do that. That made it worse. I mean, that's just plain him. He is so a coward. He's a coward, and he's very, I call him, he's very insecure about himself. I, I, I think he's just insecure about the whole thing and about him, Jim Harbaugh and the way this is all going down. Well, you know what, you know what it makes me think of? Oh, my gosh. Just another <laughs> analogy with a little brother. Okay, I'm just it it just it just is too perfect. Mark D'Antonio, Jim Harbaugh gets so much attention. Jim Harbaugh tweets, boom, 500 people are retweeting or thousands of people are retweeting it. Thousands of people are talking about at least probably even millions with sports and everything. And so here's an opportunity for Mark D'Antonio to be noticed and be like, look, I can be on Twitter too. And he says something and then, Oh, wait a minute. Maybe I shouldn't do this. Delete, delete, delete. Yeah. Delete, delete, gets rid of it. Yeah. So he's just like, I'm, I'm going to be cool too. And it's just like, Oh no, no, maybe that wasn't a good idea. Yeah. So good, good job. Uh, thanks for trying to be like us. But uh, but actually, the funny thing is, and uh, with for all the Michigan State fans that listen to this, since I'm sure that there are so many, but um, just to kind of make you guys aware and everything, Mark D'Antonio did almost the exact same thing that happened with Weaver. So if you guys are talking crap with Harbaugh and what went down with Weaver, within the yeah. past two years, I can't remember what year it was, and the name's escaping me. Do you have the name of that player? I don't. No, I don't. But, you you uh, tweeted it. If you guys really my... want, yeah, you can go to Craig's Twitter and go back a ways, but yep. there's a picture. Um, Mark D'Antonio pulled a scholarship from a player because he went to another school for a visit. Um, it yep. may have been a camp or something, but he went for a visit. 
So almost the exact same situation that happened with Weaver, who went to Temple this month, D'Antonio did a very, very similar situation on pulling a scholarship. So if you're wanting yep. to talk crap, then go ahead, because you're just going to be talking crap about D'Antonio, too. So congratulations. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because Ohio has been doing this for years. Oh. Urban has. He does this for years. He's been doing this, and they don't nearly. In fact, he's done it worse. There's been times where he's actually pulled scholarships even after a National Signing Day and things like that. He's oh, yeah. done worse about this. And the very fact is, you know, he's he knows how to do the system too. And you, I don't think you ever hear as much as what's going down with what Jim Harbaugh is doing. It's like blowing up now. And I'm like, what? Ohio does the exact same thing we do and yet this is terrible why is i don't understand this well it's like it's it's jim harbaugh he is the hot topping now and if this if this happened immediately and i don't think it did if something like this magnitude happened immediately when urban meyer went to ohio it would have been really big because urban meyer was such a huge topic when he first went to ohio but when he first went to ohio he had that year of um, restriction. Like they weren't even able to play a postseason game because of uh, NCA violations and everything. And so uh, some of the stuff with them was kind of hush hush except for when they wound up going undefeated that season. So it's Jim Harbaugh. If this was any other, uh, this is happening with other coaches and they're not talking about as much. And it's just the Jim Harbaugh thing. You'll see it all over the place. Uh, Colin Cowherd has said stuff about Jim Harbaugh, and he just brings up stuff to talk about his kookiness or however he explains and everything. And he'll talk about it and exhaust about it because people know that when you talk about Jim Harbaugh, they will listen. Whether you love Jim Harbaugh or whether you hate him, people are going to listen in. People are writing stuff about Jim Harbaugh with these sleepover things. Some people support it. Some people don't. But people know that if they write about it, people will look at it. That is the thing. Here we are. We're talking about Jim Harbaugh because Jim Harbaugh is Michigan. We're not talking about Jim Harbaugh because he's a hot topic. He's Michigan. We're going to talk about Jim Harbaugh. But there are people, places everywhere, all over. I bet you could go to so many different podcasts that are even team-specific, like, say, uh, SEC or Pac-12 that probably brought up the whole sleepover conversation. Penn. Uh, there was a lot of stuff about Penn State talking about it. There were Michigan State people, of course, Ohio State. You'll see that in conference, but I can guarantee you across the country, Jim Harbaugh is a hot topic. A couple of years down the road, it's not going to be as much. I think Jim Harbaugh is going to still be big in college football and everything, and so I think they'll still be talking about him, but it'll become more normal. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. You got a first year, two years of him, you know, and his goofiness. And I mean, us Michigan fans see that. We're fine with that. Well, look at the Clemson coach. He went, what, he went sledding with one of the, you know, some recruits, you know, a recruit of his. And I'm like, well, there you go. What's the big deal? He climbed a tree and he went sledding. You see a difference in that? I don't. Yeah. It's, and- the reason why it is different is because it's Jim Harbaugh, man. Yep. It's just, it's him. And you said he's a lightning rod. For for people, I mean, if you just go to his web, I mean, just type in Harbaugh. He's everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. You put Dabo Sweeney on there about sledding, and there's nothing really, hardly anything about it. That's yeah. because, you, like you said, it's, like, it's Jim Harbaugh. It's yeah. just him. Yeah. This is, this is national stuff. People are making this a national thing because it's Jim Harbaugh. This, like you said, yeah. the Sweeney thing, you'll hear about that in the ACC. Because it's Clemson, and they'll be talking about it. Yeah, you'll see it here for uh, some national somewhere. Maybe somebody will say something. Yeah, but that is the thing. It's it's Jim Harbaugh. That's now. I'm not sure exactly why some of this stuff wasn't um, the situation when he was at San Diego State and Stanford. I'm not sure exactly mm-hmm. what the difference is. Um, I think it may have mainly just started because. Um there was the huge debate of him even returning college football. I think that's really what started with it because he made such a name for him in the NFL. Then he decided to go back to college football and everybody was saying it wasn't going to happen. And so he's just been a hot topic 
since he made such a splash in the NFL. And so people have been following him and it's a love hate relationship. People hate him, but they love talking about him because they're going to get people's attention and everything. And so it's just continued. And I don't know when it's really going to stop. Like, I think he's, I think he came to Michigan. I think he's more relaxed. I think he knows that basically everyone at Michigan wants him here, whether it's a hundred percent or 15%, Fifteen percent, uh, you know, committed to it. Everybody wants him here to a certain degree, and I think that's re- he's more relaxed. I think he's being him. I think he's settling in. I think he's just like you know, just like you said. I don't care what anybody else thinks. This is what I'm going to do, and yep. it's getting the attention. And I think it's going to last for. A while. I don't think it's ever really going to completely go away. I think Harbaugh is always no. going to have an extra spotlight on him mm-hmm. just because of who he is. Oh yeah. yeah. The- it's, I mean, you take everything. I mean, look at what happened. He comes in, there was this whole thing on, no, he's not coming here. There's no way. And a few people tweeted out, even, you know, give props to Greg Henson. He's pretty much the only one I knew that was saying, no, my sources are saying Harbaugh's coming here. He came here. That was huge. That made all the news. And then he takes, um, Gets here, change you know, takes uh, gets who he wants, brings in great coaches, uh, builds a great coaching staff, brings in a transfer quarterback from Iowa, a second string guy, comes here, overtakes Morris, and then he leads this team from what was guaranteed probably seven wins to ten wins, and. He basically puts them on the mat to where we actually had a chance to, I mean, we had, there were talks that we might make the playoff. Yeah. We might make it just based on if we can beat this team and this team, we can make the playoff. And I was like, you're kidding me all within one year. And now you got the recruiting and the Swinton thing and the, you know, and, and how he's getting, you know, Weaver thing and now all this, but this, and he's building and also a compound us is all the time you're looking at Ohio State and Michigan State looking at what he's growing that we could actually come away with possibly a top three top two recruiting uh, team in the country after at National Signing Day February 3rd by the way at 11 o'clock yeah is when it starts that we actually could come away with that within can you believe that? I mean, that's amazing what he's doing. He's oh, yeah. building a powerhouse quickly. Yeah. And there are people are scared, and he's just a lightning rod. He is, man. What he's doing is just amazing, and he's doing it fast, going, right. going, going. And I'm, like, watching this, and I'm just loving it, but I'm also feeling sorry for the guys that have to go. And I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Well, hey, he, he's doing it, he's doing it fast because he's a jackhammer. He's a jackhammer. Oh, he's a jackhammer. Yeah. 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 But yeah. yeah, definitely for sure. I mean, yeah, that's um, that's the thing. I mean, you see some of the people talking about um, who talked about that he wasn't going to come from the NFL. They're like, he he's not going to want to deal with recruiting. That's like the best thing that he's doing almost is recruiting, and he's loving it. He's doing great no, with it. So shows no. shows you what people who actually aren't in the situation know about the situation because there was specific people and actually you directed me towards them specific people who know and understand the situation and have actual connections rather than some random journalist or sports media person yeah. who just has their flat out opinion you know yeah. that's that's yeah, what exactly. we're bringing we're we're gathering information from uh reliable sources who have other reliable sources and reading their content and breaking it down and everything and you know making rational um, reactions to it when then there are some people who just say, well, it's my complete um, biased, separated uh, opinion. I don't know anything in association with the school or anything really with this coach. And I'm going to make uh, this statement about it. It's just like, yeah, yeah. but people get clicks because it was Jim Harbaugh. So oh. they figured it out. Yeah. But um, uh, I guess kind of before we go, I mean, that, that kind of sums everything up. Um, well, for the most part, I mean, so much going on with it. So to Svensson and Weaver, best of luck wherever they go. I mean, I know that it's a crummy situation to kind of go go through, especially if it was a dream to play at Michigan. But, you know, uh, 
better options might be out there and it might be better opportunities. So wishing them the best. But before we go, actually, we're going to have a PSMA, as I'm going to call it. And that stands for oh, okay. Public Social Media Announcement. And <laughs> I think you know where okay. this is going. But I, we we have a good faithful following here with the Blue Brothers Sportscast, and we greatly appreciate it and everything. But we're going to have a recommendation on tweeting to recruits. Oh, good. It's very simple. Good. It's it's it needs to be it's, said. It's three words. It's three words. Basically, kind of sums it up, and it's the safest thing that you can do. Don't do it. Do not recruit. Yeah. Uh, do not tweet recruits. So just remember three things. Uh, it's like it's almost like uh, maybe we should just make it like Nike. Just don't do it. Yeah. Instead like of just that. do it, just be like just don't do it. Um, I know that you, uh, Craig, to make sure to explain things beforehand, you have said that you have tweeted at recruits when they've decided not to go somewhere, wishing them the best of luck, which that is totally acceptable. I know you. I know how you react to things, and I know you're not going to do something dumb. And I'm not saying that any of our listeners are dumb or are going to be irrational or anything, but if I, I don't tweet. At recruits, like I don't think I would do anything yeah. dumb or out of the ordinary or anything other than saying congratulations, you know, whatever. I just don't do it because I right. don't. I don't want to come close to that. I, I just don't. You know, they get bothered by so many people, anyways. Some of it's good, some of it they like, some of it they don't like. I mean, that's going to happen with everybody. I mean, we get stuff that we like and what we don't like. So, uh, but theirs is just on a whole different level. So our PSMA, public social media announcement, just don't do it. Yeah, I like that. When tweeting well, to, yeah, uh, with I, recruits. Yeah, I've tweeted a couple of recruits just when they've, uh, they didn't decide on Michigan. They were down to Michigan. They didn't because if you think about it is, I think what they want to hear maybe is to, hey, hey, you know what, regardless, you want to make the best decision for yourself at the college that you want to go to and Michigan wasn't one. And then once in a while you'll see an idiot on there that'll say, well, good riddance or what, you know, really put them down. And I, and I guess I'll tweet out and just say, Hey, good luck to you on everything you do. You know, seem like a great guy. I think you'll be, you'll do great where you are. And I've gotten likes from that, from them. Yeah. It says, I like that. In fact, I've had one guy say thanks to me. And then his mom followed me. Oh, really? Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's my way. It helps because there's times where you just want them to say, hey, you know what? Yeah, we're, we wish you were here. But the very fact is, thanks for even considering us. Good luck to you, man. I mean, yeah. uh, and that maybe because there's a lot of idiots out there. I mean, hopefully there's some people out there that's listening to us. Just, you know, I'm one of the fact is I don't tweet or I don't um, I message or tweet out to players at all. I don't talk about them. You know, I don't message them directly. I don't do that yeah. at all. I don't. I don't want to know what they're doing. I don't care. It's kind of similar to my, you know, my laptop at home. You know, my wife has it. Okay, it's that's what she does her business on. And once in a while, I get on it and I look in her trash. There's a trash section, and I will look, and it's nothing but catalogs. You know, like. This one's from um, L.L. Bean, and this one's from, you know, uh, Banana Republic. And they're all from clothing store. And I look, there's billions of them. And I got to trash them all. And I look and I said, that's probably what they're going through, that they look at so much shit that they go, oh, my gosh, I see another one, another one, another one. And I just go, you know what? I bet there's a lot of times they probably don't even listen to it or read it. That they probably just say, hey, you know what? Let's just not... Let's just not do this, you know. So don't don't tweet them, don't message them. Yeah, I, it, I think it just annoys them. Yeah, and I heard Michigan is probably one of the worst. So yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's it's dumb. If you're a person to do that, just we recommend you stop. I mean, you're not helping anything. Basically, if you're not tweeting something positive with a recruit, just just don't. So yeah. Um, 
and everything like that. I mean, if you want to talk about situation, um, you know, you don't have to talk about with them or to them because we've tweeted out some stuff about the Spencer and Weaver stuff and talking about it. But most of the time I try not to include their, uh, Twitter tags and, and everything. And actually, you know, I mean, if I, if I was talking to a recruit from the standpoint of a social media, if they could have someone they completely trusted monitor their Twitter account, it would be the best right. thing for them for somebody just to relay to them the positive stuff that people say and just completely any, any trash, any, whatever, anything, just, they don't need to see that. I mean, they're going to no. get, they're going to get enough of it when they're in college from the people that they go to school with, from the people that the fans that they see in the street, from the fans in the stadium, every player I can say without a doubt is going to get some form of trash talk at some point. So oh yeah, it, it, they don't need it before they get there. I mean, I feel like they're kids before they get to college. I mean, I know they're young men at some point and everything, but it's just like, you know, you don't, you don't need to do that. It Michigan, Michigan should be better than that. But yeah, I mean, you're going to get some of that everywhere. I'm not going to sit here and defend every single Michigan fan and say that we don't, nobody here makes mistakes, but you're going to get that in every fan base. Yep. No, I agree. Yeah. It's just, you just gotta be just, um, just don't their kids too. And, you know, let them figure it out themselves and, and let the, and let the staff work on talking to them and things like that. Don't make it worse. I think even Jim Harbaugh tweeted out about, you know, be careful what you say on social media because it could affect I mean, we're at a point where it could affect uh, a recruits decision can you imagine that no that's amazing that well, maybe a person like that one kid that just looks at that and goes you know what i don't think i want to go there now yeah. that's can be and then they do really well at another school wow yeah so we got to be really careful well then there's the ridiculous thing and i don't really want to get into this too much but i'll mention it that there is rumored that there are actually fake accounts um, for different yeah. fan bases that are specifically talking trash to recruits to try to get them to flip. So, for instance, and I'm not saying that this is a specific case, but it'd be like if someone from Michigan State or Ohio, and it's been talked about quite a bit, especially recently, that not someone directly with the staff, I don't think, because that would just be completely stupid if somebody did that, because if they got busted, that would be huge. But somebody who's a fan goes out and makes an account and and makes it a Michigan account and follows all these Michigan people, makes it look like a Michigan account, and then they start talking to uh, recruits for Michigan and they talk crap and they try to create a bad relationship. Yeah. And so there's rumor about that, and that's just if, if you're gonna sink that low. I mean, I mean, people already kind of have a little bit of a hard time when there's like the recruit stealing, you know, flipping or whatever with the coaching staff and everything. But if you're a fan and you're going to be that right. low where you're going to go and try to pull some crap like that, that's just pathetic because, I mean, I don't care what um, age they are, you know, high school, co uh, college age or whatever. But especially, I mean, since you're talking about these kids and young men at such an impressionable stage and everything. It's just, what I, I don't get it. I, I do not yeah. have that mindset. I'm not even close to that mindset. I cannot comprehend and understand where that would be coming from with certain people. Yeah. It's tough to, I mean, it's really tough to monitor that. I mean, how do you know what somebody's doing? If you don't have a, like a whole house guys creating a, you know, a Twitter site and, puts all this Michigan stuff on it and just says I'm a huge Michigan fan and rips them apart and does all this. So you have a hard, you can't really monitor that. You can't do anything about it. Yeah. I mean, you really can't. You just gotta, hopefully that the recruit sees through all that and just says, Hey, you know what? I'm not going to listen to that one person and have them decide what I want to go to, you know, and well, it's, just, it's a different form of catfishing. Like what yeah, happened? No, good, yeah, good point. Like yeah. what happened with um, uh, Manta Ateo. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. you, you don't, you really don't know who's on the other side and what's going on. So, anyways, I, I don't think 
I really, 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 really hope that there are no Michigan fans doing that. And I highly, highly doubt that any of, if there is, are any that they are listeners to our show, but you never know. But uh, I mean, the, the fans of the Michigan fans that I've interacted that listen to our show have been great. We really appreciate you guys. So we're not preaching you saying that this is an issue with you, but we're just letting you know some of the things that are out there and giving you our recommendations and giving you the information that we have. And so we greatly appreciate it. We've always had uh, great support from you guys. Uh, we're going to keep things going here on the off season. We're going to be diving into recruiting next week and we got a lot of great things lined up. So we appreciate you listening in. You can contact us by email at blue brothers sportscast at gmail.com. Or you can follow either of us on Twitter at Blue Bros underscore and then our names. So C-A-L-E-B for me and C-R-A-I-G for Craig. So that's B-L-U-E-B-R-O-S underscore and our name. And uh, thanks again for listening. And we hope you all have a good week. And as always, go Blue. Go Blue.